Boy, anymore, you just have to watch Rodney. I don't know whether to stand, sit, and I'm scared. to. So we like to keep that blood pumping and the energy flowing and uh, keep you singing out. Just a reminder that today is the last day to fill out an elder recommendation sheet. So I want to encourage you to do that. There are plenty of sheets in the back. You can put it in the four-year box here. There's a box over in the education wing. I want to encourage you to keep praying about that process. This is your first opportunity to participate and recommend names. Please keep praying for the next several months as uh, we work through that process. And then you'll have another opportunity when names are presented to you to respond with encouragement, or you can respond if you have some concerns. That will be down probably the 1st of April, end of March. So um, please be sure and get your forms in today. Must have been an interesting 40 days. Those 40 days after Jesus died and he came back to life and he walked around on the earth, that must have been an interesting 40 days, don't you think? I mean, 40 days after he was, I mean, after he was resurrected, he, he just kind of hung around because he was raised. And that message will preach that Jesus is raised. In fact, that was the first message, if you remember, in Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost. We read in Acts chapter 2, men of Israel, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did among you through him, as you yourselves know. This man was handed over to you by God's set purpose and foreknowledge, and you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. But God raised him from the dead freeing him from the agony of death because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. But God raised him from the dead. I mean, his death, that caught him off guard for sure. I mean, they weren't ready for Jesus to die. They for sure weren't ready for him to die on the cross. But when he came back from the grave, when he was raised, when God raised him out of the grave, oh, they really weren't ready for that. I mean, can you imagine when Jesus appeared back to them? Can you imagine the questions they would ask? Hey, Jesus, tell us about this whole death thing. I mean, how how did it feel to die? Where did you go when you died? What did you do when you died? Can you tell us so that you can remove any fears we might have? I mean, to live beyond the grave, that challenged them in and of itself. So the questions they could have asked, Hey, Jesus, tell us about this whole death deal. And now he's back with them. For 40 days, for 40 days, they had opportunity to ask him whatever they wanted to and 40 days of opportunity just to be with Jesus one more time. And then he was gone. Then he was gone. One day he's having a conversation with them and then he's taken up. He he ascends into the sky and a cloud hides him and, and he's gone. Not for 40 days. No, it's been a lot longer. But the angels promise he'll come back, not in 40 days. It could have been 40 days. It could be 400 days. It could be 400 years. It could be thousands of years. One minute he was here, the next minute he was gone. One minute a conversation and then the next minute a a consummation. But right before he left, before he ascends into heaven that day, he had a conversation with them. 
And here's what I want to focus on today is that conversation. Jesus told them before he left the earth, he said, listen, you're going to receive power. You're going to receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And I'm sure they're thinking, you know, that sounds cool. What kind of power? But they didn't really know. But you're going to receive power. And then he told them, he said, you will be my witnesses. You'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem. You'll be my witnesses in Judea and Samaria. You'll be my witnesses to the ends of the earth. And they're thinking, witnesses? Now, now that's cool. I mean, that word has a ring to it, witnesses. I'm a witness of Jesus Christ. Well, it may not sound so cool until you understand we get the English word martyr. You will become martyrs for me. A witness is someone who tells what he or she has seen, what he or she has heard, what he or she knows. And often that person would bear witness to the point of death. You're going to be witnesses. And they understood the meaning of the word. And you may die telling people about me. That's what they did. They went everywhere telling people about Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I want you to go be my witnesses. I want you to go tell people what you've seen and what you've heard and what you know. In fact, when you get to 1 John, John begins 1 John that way. That which was from the beginning, that which we have heard, that which we have seen, that which we've looked at, that which our hands have touched. That's a message. I'm a witness of that. That's what I proclaim to you. Witnesses. Witnesses. That, that's what we are. Jesus calls us to be witnesses. In fact, our mission is really very simple. Jesus said, go. J- just go. And while going... I want you to tell people about me. While going, I want you to witness to what you've seen and, and what you've heard. That's, that's our mission, is to go tell people about Jesus. And we are His witnesses. And so that promise to the ends of the earth, well, that's not just for Longview. That's for wherever we need to go. So today's a special day here at Pine Tree because, once again, we're going. We're sending out... A group. We're sending out witnesses to display Jesus and to tell people about Jesus. So here's what we're going to do today. Jeff Simpson's going to come up and, and tell us about the next trip. And then Rick Williams is going to come up. I think he's got a guest speaker he wants to share with us. And then we're going to have the whole group that's going to Honduras come up here. And we're going to have the elders lay their hands on them and pray over them. So let me turn it over to Jeff at this time. morning. Thank you, Richie. Um, As you now know, we we are about to have a group. We're sending off this week, Saturday morning, to uh, fly out to uh, western Honduras. They'll be based out of Santa Rosa again. Now, what you may not know, though, is that we have about an average of four groups a year that we send out. Um, We have all four of these groups, you know, four to six groups a year that we send out. They're all based out of uh, Santa Rosa de Copan. It's in western Honduras. It's in the mountains where they grow coffee. It's a vill- it's it's a community of, of farmers and villagers. Extreme poverty. Um, we do this annual medical mission trip, which is going to be our third annual. This is this is the third time we've gone. We've got a, a group of core people that 
are really good at what they do. We've, we're, we're going for our third time, and, and, and we're effective, and we're efficient. This is a special group. Um, you'll probably hear Phil mention that, in fact. We do building projects, service projects. We've built church buildings. Um, one thing you probably don't know is Wendy Gibbs has been going for three years, and she's got a school ministry in public schools that she's been working on, and she does a phenomenal job at it. We've had LST groups. We've had multiple groups. Um, over the last three years, we've become, uh, or the Waldron family with Mission Upreach, who we work with, have, we've, we've become their sponsored church. And in turn, we've also become their home church. So when they come back to the States, they come to Longview now. Um, we're a very special congregation for them. We've touched a lot of people in Western Honduras. You as a congregation have touched a lot of people in Western Honduras. Uh, and, and have been a true blessing to the, to the work with the Waldron Submission Upreach. Uh, yes, we've got 27 going on this, this trip. We've had anywhere from 27 to 35 in the last three years as far as members of our medical team that are going to Honduras. Of that 27 that are going uh, this next week, 12 of those are, are first-timers, haven't been to Honduras yet. Everybody else on that group has been a part of these medical trips. Um, I, I got up and ran some numbers yesterday, yesterday morning, and, and I started thinking, I wonder how many members here at Pine Tree have actually been in Honduras. And on the medical, just the medical trips alone, we've had 50 members of Pine Tree, 50 different members that have gone, feet on the ground in Honduras and served on a medical mission brigade. Now, additional trips, non-medical trips, different people, we've had another 30. We've had 80 different people, 80 different people in this congregation that have been feet on the ground in Honduras uh, working on a trip. I think that's phenomenal. Um, just to give you a little bit of information about this trip, we're going to be leaving on the 2nd. That's next Saturday. We'll be flying out early. We'll get to Honduras by noon. Uh, we'll drive up into the mountains. We'll be at the, at the hotel in Santa Rosa de Copan by you know, 4 or 5 in the afternoon. Sunday is going to be a day of organization, breaking into teams, doing some training. Monday through Thursday, we'll be getting up early. We'll be going out to the village of Las Andias. Uh, we'll be working in one of their schools. Now, this is their first week of school, and they've canceled school in a public school for us to be able to host this medical mission. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, in this area, in this community, there's five different villages. We're working on the, in the middle village on this long road that has five villages. We'll be seeing over four days, Monday through Thursday, we'll be seeing 1,000 people. We're going to be offering to fill their medical needs their dental needs, uh, their eyeglass, if any of them that are having problems seeing need uh, prescription eyeglasses, we're going to be prescribing eyeglasses for them. And we also have a, a fully functional pharmacy that's going to be in operation. Now, this is the same village we worked at last year. Last year was our, was our first time to touch this, this community, this village. Well, this is our second time into the same village, and this is going to kind of be the final process of a church plant that started a year ago. We will be starting a we will be planting a church. Since last year, we've had we've had evangelists in this community every day, uh, every weekday for the last year doing Bible studies. And we've got a core group of people. We're ready for a, a building now because we do have a church in these communities. Um, and so this will kind of be kicking off the, the next phase of, of getting their church building and, and, a, and a place to worship. Um, Friday, 
the last day we're there, the last full day we're, we're there, we will be having a service project. We'll be working with the, the local congregation in Santa Rosa uh, with their youth group. They've got a, about 70 participants strong in their youth, which their youth is age 12 to 22 is what they consider their youth. But they'll be working with our group, and we'll be doing a special project. I'm not even sure yet what that project is, but... Um, I have been asked to, to mention any needs we still have for this upcoming trip. Um, and really, we have pretty much everything we need. Um, I talked to our, our eyeglass guys, and, and for those of y'all that don't know, Darren Beakley, Jason Shuttlesworth, and Craig Rapper are, are our eye doctors. And uh, they have mentioned that we still have a need for some eye drops. These are villagers um, that are they're farmers. These guys farm coffee and corn and beans, and they're out in the hot sun all day long. Most of the people that come through there, they have dry eyes, and so we need the, the uh, just fake tear eye drops. You can get them for about a dollar. If, if you want to help, feel free to. We're, we're going to be packing on Wednesday. You can drop those off uh, up here by Wednesday night. Other than that, we really have the materials, the supplies that we need. Uh, we're pretty well organized. Um, we just need you to be praying for us. Every year when we go, we have unique... Uh, experiences and opportunities to, to really bless people. And, and that's one of the great things about this trip is, is the, the way God works and the, the, the people God puts in our paths and the, the ways we're touched by that and the ways we're able to affect other people. So please be praying about that. Thank you. Rick? Hey, Phil. Hello. Phil is coming to us from Santa Rosa de Capon in Honduras. What's the weather like there? It's about 62 degrees, and we have sun for the first time in eight days. All right, buddy, it's all yours. Well, greetings, church. It was delightful for me to see Richie and then Jeff talking and then uh, pan around with camera and see you guys. It was almost like being there. We, uh, we send you greetings from our team here at Mission Upreach. We have uh, 23 employees and missionaries working here in the Western region. And that doesn't include six preachers that we supervise that another church supports out of Tennessee. So it's a pretty sizable operation, and the Pine Tree Church is very integral uh, in, in what we do. So we want to say thank you and greetings uh, on a personal note, our family, uh, after many years of doing mission work, and then I grew up as a child of a missionary, found a home with you there in East Texas at the Pine Tree Church, and it's just been delightful. It was surprising to me at how easily we slid into East Texas culture behind the Pine, uh, pine Tree Curtain there in Texas. And uh, I think it's because of uh, who you are as a church, as people. We just feel right at home. And we thank you and love you for welcoming, welcoming us into your homes and into your church the way you have. We're very grateful for those of you too that uh, have come. I heard Jeff say that at least 50 individual members have been, and that's, that's tremendous. So we appreciate that personal commitment on your part. Um, a lot more people have come more than once. I don't know what the total count is people that have visited, but that's a practice statistic and one that we uh, feel very personally about. appreciate great that 50 different individuals participated. Uh, 
Jeff mentioned that uh, we're going back speak to do a medical brigade in a community called Las Sandinas. We've been working that court uh, uh, a long road that dead ends in a village. <clears throat> it takes about an hour to get in from the pavement of the highway, even though the distance is very far. There are uh, several thousand people that live down there in different small communities, and we've been working that community since Pine Tree uh, opened that community up for us last year with a medical brigade. A week after the Pine Tree group is there doing a medical brigade issue, going to be doing a tent meeting. Uh, we have a large, uh, it's a small circus tent that we put up and uh, we'll be holding a campaign here and our hope is to convert a number of married men or uh, heads of households that can come to one of our boot camps the following week, which are, is an intensive program to prepare local men to take leadership in their churches. So we're trying a new method of Anything that's more organic, organic uh, where they could be autonomous and self-supporting from the very beginning. And uh, the medical brigade that is hosting and, and putting on for us is in a part of that. Um, we, uh, we're very grateful for all of the uh, personal involvement, the time and hours that have spent by individuals and also the financial support. Uh, I could go on and on talking about different aspects of the kingdom work that we're doing that you're involved with, but I know Richie's got a pretty heavy agenda and Brian's making a presentation. So those few comments, I'd just like to end say thank you very much. We love you. Excited to see you guys next week that are coming. Those of you that are staying home and getting off the team, we want to thank you for being willing to part with them and financially support them and help them and get ready. So thank you again. Uh, God bless you. We love you. Bill, we appreciate everything you and Donna do. God bless. And Lord willing, we'll see you all in a week. Okay, Rick. Thank you. Will you pray with me? Father in heaven, we just uh, ask your special blessing uh, upon this group as as they prepare and go to Honduras and the western region and and uh, provide for people's physical needs. And, and Father, we just pray that uh, along with those physical needs that are met, that there are many, many spiritual seeds planted in, in the hearts there. And we know that uh, there have been past seeds planted that uh, we need to help water and help grow. And, and, Father, we just know that you will bring a great harvest uh, for your kingdom with, with the work that's being done there. 
Uh, bless each one of them with with health and strength and, and uh, just bless their abilities. Give them special abilities uh, to connect with these people. Uh, bless their families that stay at home and, and keep just all safe and help them all to come back safely home uh, at the appointed time. We just... Uh, again, just praise your name, and, and we want all the good that comes from this not to be for our glory, but to be for yours. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, church, that was, uh, that was very cool, very awesome, because to me that was very biblical. When you read in Acts chapter 13, the disciples were together and they were worshiping and fasting and the Holy Spirit set apart for them Barnabas and Saul. said, I want you to send them out to be witnesses. So during their worship time together, they laid their hands on them and they sent them off just like we did today. So that's exciting. We're doing what the Bible teaches us to do, to encourage these people as they go to Honduras. But you know what? That's, that's really what each and every one of us needs to focus on. You might be sitting here thinking today, well, you know, I'm thankful for the group going to Honduras, and we are. And you should feel a part of that group that's going to Honduras. I mean, through your contributions, through your love, through your prayers, we're sending that group. They are not only representing us, but for sure they're representing Jesus. But you might be thinking, you know what? I, Richie, I want to go to Honduras. And that's okay. Because not everybody wants to go. Not everybody is able to go. Not everybody needs to go to Honduras. But everybody needs to go. Your work here in Longview in going and being a witness is just as important as what our group is doing going to Honduras. Wherever you go, Jesus said, while you're going, I want you to tell people about me. So while you're going here in Longview, you need to be a witness. And while you're going, the work you do is just as important as the folks that we send to Honduras and many other places. So every Sunday, we could, <clears throat> we could lay our hands on everybody here and the elders could pray for everybody here and say, look, you're going into your mission field. And we are. That's what we need to be doing. Because, church, that's what we're called to do. All the stuff that we do and all the ministry we do, if we forget that we're going, then we forget our mission. Every one of us is called to be a witness. And the good news is, Jesus gives each and every one of us the same promise that he gave to the disciples in the first century. I'll give you power. I give you the Holy Spirit to say what you need to say and to do what you need to do and to have the courage that you need to have. Each and every one of us as Christians is given the same power. So I'm thankful for the group going to Honduras. I'm thankful for the folks that go all over the world. I'm thankful for the folks that go. But I'm thankful for each and every one of you. As you go out each day, you go to work and you need to talk to your co-workers. There's folks in your neighborhood. You need to be a witness to everybody that you encounter. Maybe the waiter today. Maybe the waitress today. Maybe someone you bump into at Walmart. You might be the only witness of Jesus they ever see. 
Maybe that's an encouraging word. Maybe that's just patting them on the back. Maybe that's just asking them how they're doing. Each and every one of us are witnesses. Eighty people from here have gone to Honduras. Church, that's phenomenal. That's 20% of our congregation has gone to Honduras. You factor in all the other places we've gone on LST trips. We are a going church. We are a sending church. But I just want to remind you, there's 400 plus of us that need to go out and be witnesses. So I want to encourage you to be a witness for Jesus. The invitation that we offer today is the same invitation that you read about in Acts 2. The message is the same about Jesus Christ. He was raised from the dead. And you'll, you can go preach that message. Hey, let me give you some good news. Jesus died, but he was raised. And he can change your life just like he changed my life. So the invitation is the same. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he came to this earth to die for our sins. And our sins, just like the folks in Acts 2, our sins nailed him to the cross. Sin nailed Jesus to the cross. And yet he came to die for us. And then he died and God raised him from the dead. And our response is the same as the folks in the first century. In the first century, they said, well, you know, if we nailed him to the cross, what do we do? Peter said, let me tell you what you need to do. You need to repent of your sins. And you need to be baptized into Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. The response never changes. The message never changes. So I want to encourage you to do that today. If you've never named Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to encourage you to repent because that's what the Bible says. And I want to encourage you to be baptized into Jesus Christ because that's what the Bible says. So if you need to respond to the invitation of Jesus today, please do so as we stand and sing.